Okay, episode five. What up? Um, first of all, I want to explain something I said in a previous podcast. I said, if I do 20 podcast episodes, that will put me in the top 1% of podcasters of all time. And I forgot that I hadn't explained that already. So this is actually something I heard Chris Williamson and Alex Homozy talking about on a podcast. And basically they were saying that all it takes really to succeed in this world is hard work because a lot of people just give up so easily or don't even try. Um, so the odds of actually achieving are actually higher than ever. And they said that most people who start a podcast, they give up after 19 episodes. So if you post 20 episodes, you're in the top 1% of creators of podcasters of all time. And so that's my goal, just to post 20. And then I can always claim I'm in the top 1%. But it's a good way to look at things because then you think like, you know, it's not about it being perfect. It's about just showing up and consistency. And I think there's something to that. So today I am going to talk about morning blues. Um, I had someone about a year ago, I posted a poll on my Instagram and it just question box and said, is there anything anyone would like me to write about? And someone wrote morning blues. And I've been contemplating that since. And I actually ran into this person recently. And so that was like a good reminder to actually talk about it as a podcast. I'm realizing that there are some things that I've been, some articles and things I've been writing, like I've just had in my tabs for years literally and because I just can't seem to get them right I can't seem to word them right I don't know what they're meant to be are they meant to be newsletters are they meant to be blog articles am I meant to send them to someone else and then I realized like oh no they're meant to be podcasts like now I've started podcasting I'm like oh this is like the channel through which they're meant to fruit and that's really exciting so today I want to talk about morning blues so for me I I'm just going to be completely honest um Pretty much every day that I wake up, um, I feel defeated. That's one of the things that I struggle with the most um, is defeat. And so I have like quite the morning routine to help me pull myself out of that. Um, I think the reason why I wake up not feeling great is because I have bad dreams like a lot. Um, I know like in their nature, dreams are supposed to be negative because it's supposed to prepare us for the outside world. Like if you're getting chased by like a leopard or something, it's because in real life, um, you know, in the old days, there's a possibility that you could get chased by a leopard. So it's good to prepare for it mentally in your dreams. Um, I also have, um, I think I have bad dreams from some trauma as well. Um, my psych told me that she thinks I have the symptoms of PTSD, but that she's hesitant to diagnose me with it. And I agree with that. I think that, um, like, I know people who really do struggle with, um, like, PTSD flashbacks. And um, I do think that that diagnosis should be reserved for the people who really struggle. Like, I never wake up in the night with night terrors or anything. It's more just this bad feeling for me that, like, um, people are chasing me or the police are chasing me or like the whole world has just mistaken me for a really bad person or something and they're all chasing me. Um, and so, yeah, I usually wake up in a, in a negative state. So the first thing that I'll do is like as soon as I start um, like awakening, like, that's the wrong word, as soon as I wake up, I'll start like my gratitude practice. 
um, I just start, I just try to list five to 10 things that I'm grateful for. And if I don't have any motivation, I just have a list that I go to. So the first thing is usually my cat because my cat's usually sleepy. My cat cuddles with me a lot and I'm really ungrateful for that. It's a good day when I wake up and my cat is just like asleep on me. <laughs> so I say the things I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for this cat. I'm so grateful for the house that I live in. I'm so grateful that I have continuous hot water. I'm so grateful that I have water to drink, just anything um, that comes to mind. Then after that, I'll start doing my affirmations. So, you know, I am powerful, I'm beautiful, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy. Um, I like doing like I believe affirmations as well. So like I believe that I can be happier today than I was yesterday. I believe that I can be abundant. I believe that my dreams can come true. I believe I can be one of the top podcasters in the world. And then something that I do after this is I journal. So this might come first or second to I will get outside as well. Um, it's important for me to get outside, just look at the sun, even if it's for one second. And this is the other thing, like all of these like things that I do in the morning, sometimes I can really be fucked to do them and sometimes I can't. And sometimes I don't. Um, I'm not perfect every day, but I think it's really about showing up. So I'll go outside and I'll sit there and I'll try and meditate. Um, and sometimes that meditation will be a really good one in the last, you know, minutes. Sometimes it's like I just look at the sun for 10 seconds. I'm like, yeah, I've done my dues. Um, but as long as I show up, then I'm there in case something wants to happen. And, yeah, I've set a routine. Um, and then I journal. So I try to do all this before I've looked at my phone. Um, I'm not always successful at that, but. Um, I journal on my phone, so I try to ignore notifications and Instagram and all that and just go and journal. So journaling is really interesting to me because I have a lot of people write it off as like woo-woo or a spiritual practice. And it's like, no, this is like um, like really basic psychology, like quite accepted in psychology um, because journaling is just like a way to tap into the subconscious. So if I wake up and I'm feeling a type of way, I usually will start journaling like this. <sighs> Work up feeling not great. A um, little bit anxious. I don't know where this has come from. I did have a dream that might have triggered this feeling. It reminded me of that time when I was 12. And like, I remember feeling like this at that time. And it's weird that that's coming up now. And I wonder what that has to do with anything. And just by writing it, it's just so amazing how much clarity I get about my feelings. And I'll realize, oh, it's because, you know, maybe when I was 12 and this happened, and I'm seeing someone later this day actually that. Um, was there when that happened and maybe that's like I've got a bit of anxiety around that that I didn't realize and so what all this does is just gives me clarity and information and so um yeah it's almost like free therapy it's so great and the interesting thing is that sometimes I'll be doing this and I'll be journaling and these things will come up and I'll be like bawling my eyes out and it's like a good like cry like it's like a release and I'm like shit I didn't realize that I was like carrying this and I honestly think a lot of like the healing journey which never ends by the way I think um is just like letting these things that you've stored your whole life just come up and then you can deal with it and then the other thing that comes with that is you can set your intention and I think this is the most powerful about all of this setting your intentions because when I have these negative thoughts these things like this like say if I have this conclusion, I realize all of this is what's making me feel anxious today. I can say, okay, you know, I love you, Maddie. My intention is to let this go. My intention is to have a good day. And I think that me journaling and doing all of these things, it's me taking back control of my life and the direction that I'm going and I think there's really something special to setting your intention. You know, they say that if you're a ship, and your ship is off course by just one degree, 
you can end up in a completely different port over miles. Like the distance, the longer you travel is huge. Like if you were to leave, like the same thing if you were on an aeroplane, like if you were to leave, I believe it's from LA and you were heading to Rome and your degree, your um, plane was just one degree off course, you would end up in Africa. Um, I've just read that. I haven't fact-checked that. But basically, like, the principle is true. Like, if you make even the smallest change in your life and you set that intention, I think it has, like, massive effects down the path and over the course of your life. And it's like that quote, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. And the other quote, if you don't choose your path in life, it will choose you. And I really think there's something to that. There's something to, you know, doing these things every day, is me showing up. It's me taking back control over my life. It's me setting the intention. I think there's so much power in that intention. Even if I don't know how to get there, even though I'm just setting the intention, I intend to be one of the top podcasters in the world. I don't know how to get there. At least I'm aiming my life there. And I think there's something to that. And that's the other thing. It's like when I'm like, you know, have like these hard things come up and I'm feeling sad about them, even just setting the intention, like I intend to overcome this. I don't know how the hell to do that, but I've set that intention. That's the path I'm going in. And I really think that there's a lot of power to that. Um, I know it seems like a lot that uh, after doing all of this, um, I usually feel really good. I usually feel really happy. I feel way better. Um, like it, this has a massive impact on my mood. Like I don't go about the day feeling defeated. It just seems to be a period of time in the morning where I feel defeated. And then after that, it seems to improve a lot. And it reminds me of a quote that I read in, uh, one of Russell Brand's books, Revelations. And I've had a lot of people actually ask me how I feel about Russell Brand and the recent allegations. And I just want to say on that, for the allegations, I can't say anything. I don't know. But I will say that I believe that Russell Brand is a good man. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So I've read several of Russell's books and found much guidance through them, but there's one passage in particular that really stuck with me from his book Revelations, which I believe is his best book. And this is the quote. When I do my daily kundalini exercise, which I often do after I've done some Wim Hof breathing and had a cold plunge and a run and a meditate and a pray, all of which is what my mate Jason points out, makes me feel okay. I'm not ecstatic, but normal able to participate in life. Such is the addict's lot. We have to run a mental marathon every morning just to be able to put the toaster on without thinking about getting into the bath with her. And I really resonate with when he says, every day I have to run a mental marathon just to be okay. You know, even though I'm not an addict, I really resonate. I feel like I have to do so much just to keep my mental health in balance. And the truth is that I'm actually grateful for that. Because I feel like this forces me to have really good habits and practices and I'm sure that they're like spilling out into the rest of my life in other aspects and compounding and have a positive impact. So, well, that's the way that I choose to look at it anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's all I've got to, for today. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a favour if you wouldn't mind rating my podcast five stars on Spotify or Apple or whatever. It should be pretty easy. <laughs> Um, if you don't think it's worth five stars, if you think it's four or below, then just don't vote anything. Don't fuck up my average. <laughs> Ciao.